0: This is Tales from the Pros, where business leaders and influencers share their stories of inspiration, struggles, and successes. And I'm your host, Michael Giorgio. Hey everyone, welcome to Tales from the Pros. And this is Michael Giorgio, your host and co founder of Imagine Ovation. I have an awesome guest with me here today, and her name is Megan Ewaldson. I hope I said that right. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, so Megan is actually a dedicated mother of three. She's a successful entrepreneur and social celebrity, bringing fitness and nutrition plans to the palm of your hand with her amazing app, Strive with Megan. Megan, thank you so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah,
1: thanks, thanks for having me. I'm excited. <laughs>
0: I know, I know you're uh, you're you're really busy, especially with the kids.
1: Yeah, they're a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Megan, just you know, I, we've worked together. Kind of, I've known you for almost two years now. Maybe it's been yeah. has been that long? Yeah. Like two years? Crazy, crazy man! Oh my god! <laughs> but um, so I know we've been working together, and you know, our company's helped you with uh, developing, and enhancing your app. And you know, I love your app. I know you're doing really, really well. So, I'm super happy for you. Um, tell me a little bit about about the app and and just kind of the the, the reason behind it and let's... yeah.
1: Um, so the app is called Strive, um, and you know I really picked that name because um, you know it's a, it's a strong word first of all, but you know I wanted to portray um, something. You know where where people could think of themselves striving for progress mm-hmm. um, instead of perfection. You know that's a little cliche term we I hear like all it. the time, but yeah, it's so true. You know people get so wrapped up in comparisons these days, and um, I just wanted a safe haven mm-hmm. for especially moms is really my big market. Um, women and moms. There's a couple guys in there, but yeah. um, where they could come and be in a really supportive community learn proper fitness, proper Mm -hmm. nutrition. Um, and not only is the nutrition amazing, we have some really incredible recipes in there, but it's geared toward family life. So, and you know, that's, that's a big struggle with people these days when they meal prep and they, um, you know, they try to make it work for them and their family. Well, I'm going to tell you something. My (laughs) kids are not going to eat boiled chicken and broccoli every night. They're just not going to do it. So we, um, My nutrition team and I, which by the way, April and Brooke are incredible, um, we came up with these amazing, you know, family friendly meals Mm -hmm. that um, will get you results, clean eating, whole foods. And we just simplified everything. Like the workouts are 30 minutes long. You go in, you get it done. The app is super user friendly. And like I said, the meal plans are family friendly and, you know, easy to make and yeah
0: it's so, cool yeah. so it, it, and that's the thing is that you, you know we we're always taught all these crazy diets right yes you have to eat this certain like you said boiled chicken and vegetables <laughs> and Brussels sprouts and all this crap and you're just like oh my god how am I gonna like I can't eat all this like you know what I mean when you yeah. actually taste it you're like because yeah. you can't you, some of them are so strict you can barely add salt right. or pepper Or so the meal plans that you guys create um, and I know that it's you know it, it guides you through the app it's an app um, they're very, they're more like realistic. It's more, it teaches you like this lifestyle. Isn't that right? Right. It's more and of like a lifestyle instead of just forcing you to eat stuff yes. that you don't like and then you're going to get results that.
1: Yeah. That's such a key word there is teach. Mm-hmm. Cause that was a huge goal of mine. Uh, you know, the workouts are there, the nutrition is there, the recipes are there, but. Like I, I tell my, um, I call them my strivers in my support, my support group. Yeah, your community. Yeah. The people that are using the app, you know, take it and customize it. You don't have to eat this, the meals exactly to the T. Like I really want you to learn based off of what we have in the app and apply it to your life Mm -hmm. so that it fits you. And so that you are, um, you know, just creating healthy habits for yourself. Um, you know, I I agree. There are a lot of fad diets out there. I try not to read too much up on them or yeah, get, yeah. get involved with them because I think if you can't nail down whole foods like clean eating, whole food nutrition, then you're probably not going to be able to, you know, sustain mm-hmm. a fad diet. Um, I won't name any of them, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a lot out there. Yeah,
1: like, you know, clean eating, whole food nutrition, it gets you results. Yeah. Especially paired with fitness. So
0: that's cool. And I know a lot of, um, you know, obviously I've used your app. I love it. And the workouts, they're kind of short and sweet, right? They're not two hour long (laughs) workouts. And a lot of it is is not using heavy weights. uh, So there's these circuits. And I used to actually do these circuits and I love them. You know, some of them even last 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they're just short, but they're, they're so intense, yes. right? And you feel, and if you feel like you've been working intensely for two hours, but right. they're just so short, like I said, short and sweet. And you feel—I mean, when I used to do them all the time, I just felt, along with a good diet, I felt so good. Right. You know, you're not overextending your body, and right. so I like that. You're kind of promoting promoting that too with yeah. these short, sweet circuits.
1: They are they're high intensity interval training, mm-hmm. and what's different about the Strive app is, you know, I I did a lot of. Hit training for a long time and um, I experienced my first knee injury. Um, it happened after my third child and I'm not so sure it was his fault, but anyways. Um, yeah, I, I realized that I needed to tone it down. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I can't jump around like a crazy person for the rest of my life. It just, my knees and my hips couldn't take it anymore. So, um, you know, I designed the workouts to work out at that higher intensity, but the lower impact, because I've met a lot of women that yeah. have the same issues, and, you know, just a lot of people that needed a more gentle approach to a really hard workout, if that even makes sense, but... Well, it makes make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, All along the same lines, lines of being a mom, like, if I can't get my workout done over nap time, or in 30 minutes, you know, between dropping the kids off at school and mm-hmm. turning on Mickey Mouse in the morning, then... You know, it's probably just not going to happen. So, um, short and sweet, high intensity, low, um, low impact. Um, good balanced diet. Yeah, good balanced diet. Um, <clears throat> you know, th- I incorporate a lot of strength in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's strength cardio, just mostly, mostly to get people the results, that they're, results they're looking for that long, that, that lean muscle, muscle. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, weight yeah. loss. So.
0: Nice, and I know you know I'm a huge uh, a fan of uh, salsa and bachata. I, yeah. Yeah, I love dancing, <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna put more workouts incorporating some salsa and Latin dancing because you're half Puerto Rican, to. aren't you? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see,
1: am. Um, I I actually Latin dancing is a big passion of mine yeah. too. Uh, I would love to. I've been talking to my um, my nutrition team about this. Mm-hmm. I just kind of brainstorm with them on a lot of things. Um, I've been taking ballroom dancing and really studying the Latin dance, um, you know, format. It's a great and, workout. Yeah, my, fr- my first um, fitness, fitness class I ever taught was Zumba fitness, fitness. and, um, you know, just, just learning all the other styles of Latin dancing. I would love to incorporate something into the app someday. Nice. Yeah.
0: You did a few bachata, stu- uh, bachata a stuff in, in some of that. It was mostly
1: abs. me just playing around during my rest periods, but.
0: There you go. <laughs> So, Megan, I want to back up a little bit. You know, I, I you know, the reason I, I, I always tell everyone this, the reason I, I have this podcast is to talk about everyone's journeys. I, I believe everyone has a story. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been through uh, the people I interviewed. Uh, well, everyone in general. Everyone has their own story. Everyone's been through a lot of struggle and obstacles, and they've had to uh, find ways to overcome them and persevere, um, and a lot of successes as well. So I want to back up a little bit and talk about your journey and the story behind your success. Um, I know that you were one of the top, or currently, top beach, I you're huge a beach body, one of the top coaches in the country. Was that currently or was that before? Yes,
1: I was uh, number three in 2015. I've always been around the top 20 until this year. It's amazing. <laughs> um, number 11 last year. Um, and yeah.
0: And so your fitness journey started from there, right? Or was yeah. it before that? It was and that's kind of what I want to talk talk yeah. about.
1: My fitness journey really started before that. Mm-hmm. Um I actually suffered from an eating disorder, um, anorexia in mm-hmm. my early twenties. And, and um yeah. you know, I was actually abusing fitness, uh, you know, just doing tons and tons of cardio, and right. really counting calories, and really just not eating any calories, and doing yeah. it all wrong. Um, you know, 20 years old, tried to have a little bit of a modeling career, and mm-hmm. was comparing myself, and I was getting turned down, and you know, I wasn't tall enough, so I thought I would make up the lost height. Welcome to my world. Yeah. From, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, trying to make myself look taller, by being right. thinner, and um, it just kind of... Spiraled downhill from there. Uh, It became like a deadly comfort blanket that I had created for myself. Um, Just really depressed. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand it, but it it turns into a very compulsive mental disorder. Mm. Um, And, you know, it took a lot of time to overcome it. Um, But I remember my. Boyfriend at the time, who is now my husband. Okay, um, he really helped me visualize, you know, the life I wanted in the future, which was being a mom. And um, I knew that just wasn't going to happen, or I wasn't going to be around. Yeah, to have that life with him, and you know, I knew something had to change. And um, I, I was actually introduced to Beachbody products by my sister. Uh, she introduced me to P90X when it was really popular. And, and how,
0: old are you, how old were you at this time? I
1: was about 20.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, so this is when you're kind of still battling or this is after that?
1: Um, this, this is, is I'm still know. battling. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I decided, you know, I, I made a commitment to do this program. It was lifting weights. It was something I was really afraid of. And I committed to following the nutrition plan, um, you know, just eating good whole food nutrition. Yeah. And my body just soaked it up because (laughs) I was depriving it for so long. And I just learned so much from, you know, making that switch. And, you know, I was starting to really love not only the way I looked, but how I felt. Like Mm -hmm. I felt so happy. And the light bulb went off in my head like... You know, I feel amazing and there are people out there who maybe had my same struggle or the opposite struggle. You know, they can't lose the weight. They're unhappy with themselves or and I need to help them. Like Mm -hmm. I need to find a way to help those people because this is I need to pay this forward. Yeah. And uh, so I started teaching group fitness classes
0: um so you didn't get into it just just for the reason of making money there was actually a there was a there was a a higher purpose behind this and motive for it yeah i love that i just
1: like it was such a strong passionate feeling Mm -hmm. for the way i felt you know and i just wanted to spread that love i was like you know i need to shout this from the (laughs) rooftops. i need to get in the gym and teach people how to do this um, so that's what I did. I taught group fitness classes and, uh, and you know, time went on and I was, I started to have kids and I found myself, um, my husband and I moved across the country in 2013 and, uh, you know, I felt like I had to start all over. I didn't have any friends. I, yeah. I had to move away from where I was teaching. Um, I couldn't find any group fitness jobs uh that would go with my schedule of having a toddler and a newborn like i wasn't getting up at 5 a.m I'm so
0: sorry. it kind of, it kind of <laughs> met your schedule yeah. and and the beach body is is it more for i mean is it more it's more for home bodies right yeah. it's people who are at home i guess that right. it, it works so, for mothers yeah it's, it's a great
1: it's a network marketing business yeah and it's actually something i turned down for two years um and you know if if that's indica- any indication of anybody out there struggling to get you know somebody from their dream team on board mm-hmm. yeah. don't give up on them um so when we moved um I found myself there at home and uh just you know really wanting to pay it forward you know I had to s- start all over like I said um and I expressed my frustration online one day like in a Facebook status Saying something like, oh, you know, I'm so frustrated. I can't find any group fitness classes to teach. And, you know, like, it's so hard to move away. Like, something really right. negative that I would never post now. Um, <laughs> but somebody saw that and, and reached out to me and said, hey, you know, have you heard of the coaching opportunity, the Beachbody coaching opportunity? And, you know, I thought, oh, network marketing, that's, like, totally the opposite of, you know, I don't want to do sales. I want to help people, like... Get fit and eat right, and um, but once she explained that I could customize that opportunity to fit my brand, yeah, um, I was kind of like, okay, you know, I see where you're going here. So it's kind of has
0: like an entre- this entrepreneur element because you right. know, with network marketing—it's a big word, yes, right? A it lot is. of there's a yes. lot of. Uh, I mean, to be real with you, you know that there's a lot of scams out there yeah. and all these like. Um, just the way the, the way they monetize it and they kind of use these use these other people to you know the people below below them to make the top people money and things like that but right. from what you told me about beachbody it's, it's very it's more of like a humble organization it's oh my it's very different yeah, yeah
1: it's it's a community mm-hmm. um, and it was it felt really good to be a part of it because you know even though I was itching to help other people I also needed a little help right um, you know I was at home alone a lot with my kids and I love them to death, but you can only say your ABCs so many times. <laughs> you know, I just needed some adult interaction. And, um, so, you know, I ran this business online and I was helping people get results with Beachbody products. You know, it wasn't exactly my own fitness creation, you know? Um, but it was that same feeling that I got from being in my group fitness classes, um, you know, helping these people with the Beach Body products. And I was already an advocate of the products. I had used Peanutty yep. X.
0: um
1: Insanity. Insanity. <laughs> yep. To lose the baby weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of came naturally for me when I was talking about it with people and how it could help them. And um, so you know, it, it really started from there and being in a network marketing business. And this is what I think a lot of people don't realize because, you know, they get a bad taste in their mouth sometimes from network marketing. It taught me so much about business. Yeah, Uh, I could not even, I mean, just communication and, um, you know, speaking to people and really, um, you know, selling your product and social media like the whole shebang I I mean I couldn't even really look at someone in the eye to have a conversation with them when I started and now you know I've done some incredible things that I can't even believe you know I never saw myself doing some of the things I've
0: done. Um, seems like it, got, it seems like it got you in the door. It, uh, it, it kind of created this platform for you. Yes. And then we could talk about striving in a second. But yeah. yeah, it kind of created... It, it gave you this, this entry this entry point for you to start doing your own thing. And, and it doesn't mean that you had to stop each body, right? right? It means you can kind of do other things. But it gave you essentially more confidence, totally. right? And it seems like some of these... More credible network marketing organizations, companies they they tend to do that. But you just got to be careful about which one you you right. sign up for. And
1: right, and it's definitely something you have to be passionate about. Yeah, um, I was super passionate, not just about the product, but I just I was helping a lot of people, and mm-hmm. because I focused on helping people, my my Beachbody business took off. The first year, um, I became in the you know top thirteen. Um, they, I became what they call an elite coach, which is, you know, the top of the top of the company.
0: And how do you get to the, how, what do you, it's a broad question, but what, yeah. are there, what, how do they measure for you to get to the top? Like what, on, based on what numbers is it, is it just sales or the people you have
1: it's, with um, you? It's sales. And then it's the people that you, the other coaches that you bring on to your team that also build businesses. So your community, yeah. And I knew, I knew nothing about leadership, but I think. What worked was I was just the energy I was producing from loving what I was doing was, you know, trickling off onto my organization, my other coaches. And they yep. were like, you know, they were just learning from my actions of consistency and um, persistence. And, you know, I was doing a lot of reading and um,
0: so they, the pa- the passion paid off.
1: Right. It totally yeah.
0: Did. They, they, people can see it. They can see with your personality and your drive and you're kind of doing it. For, and we, we talk a lot about motives and intent, all that stuff, but uh, it seems like you were doing it for the right reasons. You know, some people, I'm sure you know, they, they kind of just do it for money, or, uh, like a side yeah, hustle type that'll thing. that will never work. <laughs> right. But for you, you, you really loved it. That's yeah, cool.
1: I just, everything fell into place so suddenly, like, you know, and I, I just focused on helping people and I just took off. Mm-hmm.
0: So once you finished, you know, or not finished, but the, like I said, the, the Beachbody kind of gave you this platform, this entry point for you to, uh, start, uh, start having your own creative mm-hmm. thought process and, and start thinking about doing your own thing. Is that when, is that when the, the app started to kind of yeah, evolve? Got-
1: <laughs> so four years, was it four years? Maybe it was three years, three years into, um, you know, building this network marketing business, um, I had hit the Million Club uh, with Beachbody. And wow. Top three in the company. like Crazy. Awesome. I just, like, all, all those recognition rewards were great, but I f- found myself wanting more and maybe losing the joy a little bit mm-hmm. uh, because I needed to get back to doing what I absolutely loved. And... You know, I, I missed being creative in the group fitness environment. Um, you know, I wanted to put my personal training skills to to work and here I am now with three kids. Um <laughs> uh, not adding any more by the way. <laughs> enough. Um, you know, I, I I've learned how to run a booming business From social media alone, I was like, why the heck not? I'll just do a, you know, open up my dream personal training business. You already had the community. That's right. You had the the support at the back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I saw a great opportunity and a great way to combine the two. Um, And I got that entrepreneurial itch and I was like, well, let's help some more people. So there you go. um, That's when the the idea of the app uh, came about. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Awesome.
0: (laughs) And and I know you know with all that being said, you know your you know your journey from I would say let's just start you know uh, twenty years old up until now, um, you know the thing is is like it's given you this platform and you have all this experience now. And I know you mentioned before that you were even you've given opportunities to even speak in front of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And I saw this was there was a post I saw on Facebook about you speaking. to over eight thousand people. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, that's that's it's like insane. a keynote speech. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, were you nervous or? I
1: was terrified.
0: <laughs> and what was it about? What did, what did you talk about? Oh,
1: it was. Uh, so Beachbody holds these events where uh, you know they take the top people in the company and they have them you know talk about their best practices in their business, whatever helped them excel. And so it was a teaching moment for me which is great because if they would ask me to do a motivational speech I just probably I don't know I would have hid under a table
0: see <laughs> that that's my area that's what I want to do that's okay. kind of my thing I'll call you yeah. when they ask
1: <laughs> I'll have you do that um but yeah I I was really scared because yeah I can imagine you know doing that maybe made me reflect on the whole journey of you know where I started yeah where I was a, a mom Who went to art school to avoid public speaking and those kind of things? Um, And I couldn't even really hold a conversation looking anyone in in the eye. And here I was about to stand up on stage and present in front of 8,000 people. And it just. um,
0: Yeah, I would be nervous. Yeah,
1: it made (laughs) me realize how much I'd learned, you know, from the whole journey with Beachbody and.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, and were you with somebody else up on stage? Up on stage, or I
1: was. Were My, you okay?
0: Well, uh, that helps yeah, a little bit. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can kind of work with each other a little bit. There's, yeah, not, everyone's not just <laughs> looking at you. She kind remind of
1: remind me to click the next slide. So
0: and the slides <laughs> and tell me how those work. I don't want to jump off topic, but the, when you have those big speeches, these big presen- the keynote presentations, I see that there's usually like a. Um, yeah. So when you're looking from the audience, right, you're you're kind of looking down or even straight. You're far away from from the presenter. Um, you don't see that they have a
1: uh, yeah. There's
0: like a, a, uh, a, screen, a screen on uh-huh. the floor kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's and like you, a screen in a box, so nobody sees it.
0: <laughs> and and that's where you put your presentation. Just top, just to make sure you stay on topic, things right. like that, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cool. So, no, it's it's not all up in my mom brain that. My head doesn't hold much
0: anymore. <laughs> well, just think of it, think of it like this: you spoke in front of eight thousand people, and there was two or three times you spoke in front of like two or three thousand people. Uh-huh. So it's been yeah, a few times. Time. So the next one could be like fifteen thousand, twenty thousand people. Maybe <laughs> that's pretty cool.
1: Maybe we'll see what happens. Yeah, you never know.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So I mean, Megan, I know you're you know you're mother three, you're married, um, you got so much going on. I, I can't imagine how difficult it is for you running this type of business. And I think a lot of um, you know, people in your community, a lot, especially a lot of women and uh, women who are pregnant and, and um, you know, just mothers in general, I think they can really learn from you. And I think from, you know, I follow you as well. It seems like you're, you, you're, you're so supportive in that community and they, they kind of look at you as this role model. I mean, I see a lot of the comments. It's crazy. They're, they're really like, yeah, I mean, you're exists. a support figure for them. You know what I mean? So you know, I, 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 like I said, I know maintaining an app is tough. Um, it's technology. It's evolving. There's a lot going on. You know that. Um, so how do you how do you kind of deal with all that's going on? What, what do you What do you do? And what's your daily routine? Like, what do you do to to ensure that you're stable that you can handle it? Because I know it gets stressful. I, I know for me running a company, it's it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's, I know it's tough.
1: It's so hard. I've learned. but I don't have kids,
0: <laughs> so it's a little different.
1: I've learned to prioritize like a mad woman. Um, and now that's totally different from being organized because my house is a disaster. <laughs> so you know where my priorities stand. The dishes mm-hmm. definitely come last. But, um, you know, prioritizing, and one of the best pieces of advice I've ever received, and this is so elementary and like duh, but it's to write everything down everything that comes to your mind, your to do list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything you have to get done for that day. So
0: not just your goals and tasks. No,
1: every, you know, every, every week I, I set up my whole week writing down exactly what I need to do at exactly the time during that day so that I stay on track and I'm accountable to that schedule. Yeah. And it feels really good to check that off, you know, you ever check it out? I have. I have yeah. Like, yeah. I kind of put my
0: tasks in the morning, <laughs> yeah. but I don't write everything down in a notebook. I, I need to try that though. I have so you to. probably have a big notebook of just words all over. Yeah.
1: I just, <laughs> well, I just get a planner and you know, my day starts at 5am. I do my workout. I come back, I check it off. 5am. 5am. <laughs> you know, um, and, and that's, yeah, that's another thing is, you know, just staying on that schedule and um, you know, but sometimes I do find myself having to work within what I call the mom cracks, <laughs> the mom <laughs> cracks of the day.
0: The mom um, cracks of the day. Because
1: when you have a schedule, and for some reason your two and a half year old decides to wake up at six o'clock or yeah. 30, then guess what? Your schedule gets a little thrown off, but, you know, you, you improvise, you take out the coloring books, you take out the snacks, you set them up in front of Mickey Mouse for the last 25 minutes of your workout and you get it done.
0: And they're um, quiet for a few hours.
1: Well, I wouldn't say they're quiet, <laughs> but, but you just do it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's frustrating and there's some days where, you know, with my fitness and my businesses... Where I didn't do it perfectly, it wasn't exactly the way I wanted it to happen, but at least I did something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like at least something got done because I made the effort, and I didn't just throw my hands in the air and say, "I can't do this." Um, you know I just take it for what it is and take it one day at a time and, and work within those mom cracks <laughs> <laughs> write everything down.
0: So having a schedule is really important, yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, I think a lot of mothers know this, they, they wake up super early. Mm -hmm. So I think it is important to have that schedule. Um, you probably, I I mean, I would definitely be, I wouldn't say I would be shocked. I mean, I I think it's pretty common for a lot of people to not really have a schedule. Like you think Mm -hmm. it depends on the person, but from what, from, the, the, you know, the women that I know, the mothers, they, a lot of them, they just kind of do things. They don't really have a planned schedule. Right. The ones that have a planned schedule, are the ones that are a little more business oriented, mm-hmm. um, cause it gives them that, that discipline yeah. type deal, you know?
1: Yeah. You have to be disciplined. And I think that's something I've learned through fitness too. Um, just, you know, waking up early and making that time for myself early in the morning. They say people work out early in the morning are more productive throughout their day. Do you think that's true? And I do think yeah. it's true because you're getting a big dose of it first thing in the morning, and so you're kind of on a roll, and you're like, "Oh, I got to keep this up. This feels really good." You know,
0: um, I'm I'm completely opposite. I work out at night. I I would run five to seven miles at twelve o'clock at night. Yeah, I'm like a bat. Like I I, I, I mean, people are like, "Do you sleep upside down?" And I <laughs> I mean. I, <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, hey, if it works for you, don't change it. But I think, you know, having kids thrown in the mix, probably more so that population. Um, just it's, diff- it's, yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Because, you know, who knows what could happen throughout the
0: day, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. So I, you know, I know you have, you have a huge, um, you know, a dedicated following and, and support group. And, um, it seems like a lot of them are women. Is mm-hmm. that true? Women yeah. and, and mothers and even, uh, I mean, even single women and, and, and what, what's really the age group? Is it, is it more, you know, 21 plus, or do you get a lot of teenagers too and younger girls? Or is it more
1: no um,
0: kind of the mothers?
1: You know, you really, you really attra- like attracts like, um, I have, Most of the women in my Strive support group, uh, really on my social media pages, are about mid-20s to 40s, um, you know, moms, lots and lots of moms, or just women that are looking for uh, support, like a really supportive community community. you know, it's hard. It's hard to be a woman. It's hard mm-hmm. to be a mom, and it's really hard in a female environment to find that kind of support. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's primarily who, who's in my group. Is-
0: and, and with and with your, like your huge following on Facebook and Instagram, those are really the two biggest platforms for you. Is that right? Yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Um, I know. Are you on, are you on Twitter?
1: Um, I am, but. I don't
0: know. Twitter has some cool benefits to it. I don't know. Maybe you try it out. I, they're kind of up and down. I don't know. I'm not going to bash yeah. Twitter because <laughs> Twitter's helped me with something, You know, especially with the podcast, has helped me a lot. But um, but so it seems like Facebook and Instagram treat you well. You have a huge audience, especially on Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you have a larger audience, a lot of engagement. Um, how did you? I mean, how did you essentially build that audience? What What did it take for you? Like, did you, were, were there certain strategies that you implemented to build those? um to build that following I know you do a lot of videos you do awesome videos and you and it's, it's um it, it's pretty amazing how consistent they are and yeah. I think talk a little bit about that yeah
1: so consistent is keyword there um social media I know a lot of people I get that question a lot you know how did you do that how do you have so many followers and the, honestly it is trial and error and a whole lot of consistency like you just have to, i post a lot um lots of in, content two two to three times a day every day wow. um and i do that because you're going to reach different people at different times like you know a lot of people i mentor and growing a business say well i'm going to be repetitive i'm going to look salesy you know i can't do that and i'm like no no you're not because first of all you're going to post content that people can relate to
0: you're not um, just me asking for money all, all right, the time and exactly. having these funnels. Um,
1: yeah. Secondly, I think a lot of people miss the idea that people are on social media to be social. So it's really not out of the blue for someone to post something. <laughs> um,
0: Especially cool content that relates to them, right? Stories and...
1: Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I really learned a lot from Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, he's been a really big influence one of my mentors too yeah yeah yeah, he's amazing his jab 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 right hook uh book I read in 2014 and it just changed everything for me um it really validated what I was doing right and you know explained why what I was doing wrong wasn't Mm -hmm. working um and I guess in a nutshell um you know as long as you are posting content very consistently and you're being a person. You know, you're you're being relatable. Like, I was very open and this is important for all entrepreneurs is to be very open about your life and um, you know, like if my kid threw up at the post office, I was posting about it because guess what? There's probably 12 other moms out there that had the same experience that same day and they were going to respond to my post because they were yeah. like, "Girl, I know. I've been there." You know? And those are the conversations and the kind of engagement I was looking for because, you know, the people that relate to me the most are the ones that, um, you know, I, I build a lot of trust or, you know, I build trust right. in them. Um, and they always end up wanting to join me. And I get I get that comment a lot when I am either, you know, bringing somebody into Beachbody to get them started or into Strive to get them started. They say, Megan, I feel like I know you already. And I'm just like, bingo. That's exactly what I'm going for. That's cool. Um, and honestly, like, I just have such a good time with it. Uh, I think people overthink social media too much. Um, they
0: try to make it too complicated. Even right. with the videos, right, it's too much. Right. Keeping it simple. And-
1: yeah. Um, actually, my first viral video was, um, I was sliding around on paper plates. <laughs> And it was like, it had been done before. It wasn't any genius idea. But I honestly didn't, I didn't even overthink it. I was like, I have nothing to post today. I'm gonna do a couple of exercise moves on, a paper, on paper plates. And I posted it and it, had, it has like over 3 million views now. And it's still wow. going. I posted it in 2014 and it's still going. And I'm like, really? That's so weird. That's cool. But on that idea, quote unquote idea, just came out of nowhere one day because I couldn't figure out something to do. So, um, but I knew I had to stay consistent on, you know, posting about health and fitness and, you know, me and my house and this is where I work out and just being super relatable. So I think I'm getting way off track of what you asked me. No, it's good.
0: No, <laughs> oh, it's cool. So the, the videos helped, a lot of consistency. Yeah, I learned that video Being personable. Yeah, videos
1: yeah. were my strong point. Um... I think, you know, Facebook, obviously Instagram, I, people stop their scroll to look at videos. So I paid a lot of attention to that, especially fitness.
0: But what about the length of the video?
1: Um,
0: Is short. That short? Yeah, I know you're going to say that. Especially
1: if you're talking. I've done a couple of talking videos about motivation or, you know, what to eat. Sometimes I'll do healthy cock like, not healthy cocktails. Who am I kidding? Okay. But guilt free cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mom. Come on. I know my audience. I know my audience. No, what they no. I see the videos on. Um,
0: uh, about, uh, you have some like healthy sangria mixes oh, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I've made them. They're, they're, they're good. Yeah,
1: right? I mean, but
0: natural, yeah. not the sugary right. stuff. Right, less yeah. sugar.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I learned that, you know, if I'm talking for more than three minutes, nobody's going to sit there and listen to me. Um, so the shorter, the better, for yeah. sure. Because, um, you know, you got to think about social media like an interstate or a highway and looking at a billboard, you know, if it's something they can't read during that very short scroll time or their drive time, mm-hmm. yep. then it's just lost in translation. So.
0: And do you automate your posts, or do you? And you know, I was going to ask you this question. So, or it's all manual. You it's just put all them. You, but you create the videos before, though. I right? do. Okay. I do
1: create, and sometimes I recycle videos. Um, you know, sometimes I'll go through and pick a video that did really well or and I'll repost it or I'll um you know Facebook has that feature where you can go through your published posts and repost it where it still has that same interaction going. Yeah. Which is always better.
0: Um we call it content regurgitation.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Such a bad word.
0: <laughs> I told someone that they're like, all right, I told her, our uh, our marketing specialist here, uh, I I put it as a step in our in our you know um our marketing board and I put regurgitate content. She says, "Mike, what kind of word? It... Please change that word.
1: <laughs> recycle. <laughs> recycle. <laughs> there you go.
0: I don't know. I think I think uh, my business partner came up with that word, no' and <laughs> surprised me. But
1: yeah, I mean, I'll <laughs> recycle content on days where mom life is just like, oh, you know, it, it got me. I just can't do it today. I'll go post a video that did really well before." Um, but the reason why I don't automate is because I don't feel like it's my spontaneous in the moment self. And I think that's what people appreciate about me. Um, you know, just being me. And I I feel like I'm more apt to being me in the moment. Yeah. that makes sense?
0: No, I, I agree. I, I think even like in, in my experience, and I know a lot of different, um, not just marketing people I've talked to, but... Um, companies that, that have, uh, various like social media campaigns. And they say that when you automate like, even through buffer or, mm-hmm. you know, there's all these different platforms you can use, uh, for social, um, media automation, it doesn't work as well. It's easier. It's automated, right? So you don't have to go there and manually enter the post but the thing is is that I don't know if the engagement is as high mm-hmm. on an automated post as it is you doing it manually mm-hmm. because I know I mean you talked before on this is that the the, the algorithms on Facebook and Twitter and um, and Instagram and LinkedIn it's I, I think they want you to put post organic content they, they want you to spend the time on a nice post yeah. instead of putting 50 50 posts out there in a day that it's just, there was no effort. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. That's how I feel.
0: I don't know if that, don't quote me on that. I don't know if that's 100% true, but that's what I experienced. Yeah. The manual post seems like they got more engagement.
1: It totally makes sense. I I feel like you add more value to people and more value to their lives when you can take the time and spend, you know, a, a little bit, not an hour, but just. Some time on a, a post, a well thought out post, or maybe it's not well thought out. Maybe it is, you know.
0: But it's more real and raw.
1: Right, real and raw. And especially, you know, an entrepreneur who's a mom and works at home, that's what people want to see from me. Yeah. So why fake it? <laughs> Here it is.
0: <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about this, um, you know, that you have a, um, a huge uh, kind of female demographic mm-hmm. uh, and, and mothers and. Um, and even even single women as well. A lot of them can relate to you and your stories. Um, so it, I know it's tough for a mother that you know that they have so much going on. I know my, my mom owns a bakery, and it's so hard for her. I yeah. it's it's I see what she's going through sometimes. I'm like I don't know how you do this. You work 12 hours a day, um, and even though she's older now, we're kind of all grown up. It's I, I know she's still busy. You know she's incredibly busy. She has to pay attention to her to her um, mm-hmm. to her grandchildren, mm-hmm. right? Um, so a lot of them, they have, they, it's, it's hard because they don't have – it seems like some of them, it's hard because they don't have the willingness and drive to pursue their dreams because they're so busy. It's not that they don't want to. They want to, but it's just because there's so much going on. Um, like, what have you experienced for you being so busy to like, – what could you provide to other women, uh, any kind of tips or advice in regards to helping them out? you know, for their busy day, like, was there anything that worked for you? Cause I know you got, even your kids run into the videos. Yeah. I see them sometimes they yeah. like, they're like, they're behind you. <laughs> yeah, you just I'm like, how does she have time for all How does she do all this? It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I think, um, as far as them feeling like they just can't, um, I think working on yourself is by far probably the most important when it comes to reaching your goals and your dreams and being a busy mom and wife and all the things. Um, I Like I said before, I've learned a lot from fitness and realizing that you know, I don't have to be the smartest or the best, but I can push myself and I can do my best and I can see that my consistent effort over time in my fitness adds up. And that's what's important.
0: Strive for progress, not perfection. Strive for progress.
1: (laughs) See, see a theme here. (laughs) I got Um, it. (laughs) But no, just you know, getting up early and and working out and um, you know being in that moment with myself gives me time to focus and gives me time to realize that I'm, I'm doing something good for my body, but it's challenging and it's hard and. But I'm I'm still doing it. I'm still pushing through. I'm still doing that Mm -hmm. last rep even though it hurts or I, um, you know, I feel like I can't go anymore. I mean, I take all of that and I apply it to every area of my life, including, you know, being a mom and a wife, all my relationships and then also my businesses. And, um, you know, it it just has taught me that I can I can do hard things, you know, no matter no matter what. Um, no matter what obstacles are thrown my way.
0: Um, and not comparing. Similar. I know you mentioned before not comparing to others. Right. I, I mean, trust okay. me. I, I, Even for me, sometimes I, I see all these... Um, really successful people, and are you know even competitors yeah, of mine or of whatever, and and um, and sometimes you envy them. You're like, man, how did they do that, or what did they do to get there? I'm just, but when I keep thinking that, and it's good to have that ambition. Mm-hmm. It's good to have to kind of look at them and say, man, you know, they might be doing something better than me. Let me learn from that. That's exactly. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think me saying like, oh, you know, why are they this? Or you don't want to have you don't want to be envious of people or compare because I'm different than them. And and this is where you know. This podcast comes into play because everyone has a story, right? So it, it I don't, want, I don't want people to think that they need to compare themselves. Everyone, right. you have your own skill, That's you have right. your own knowledge, you have your own, you do things your own way, and that yes. makes you unique. Yeah, you know,
1: you really have to find that and 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 run with that. As you know, being a fitness entrepreneur, I I find that you know comparison game going on a lot, especially on Instagram, and I look at you know other fitness entrepreneurs that are far more successful than I am they yep. have way more followers they have better abs or whatever and I just I look at that and I feel sad for a moment and then I'm like you know what that person is not me there are things exactly in my life that other people are going to appreciate and that's what I need to focus on um, and just you know keep my head down and stay focused on what makes me unique and what people are going to like about my workouts and my brand and, um, you know.
0: Just Focus making, on yourself. That's right. I mean, you're, you're unique in your own way. That's right. And, and people can see that. And that's probably, that also does help your reach and your right. engagement. And with that being, and it's not about, when I say reach engagement, like I said, it's not, I don't believe it's about how many followers you have or likes. No. I mean, you could have, you could have 10 million followers, but. Maybe a lot of them, they don't like, they just might like the page, but they don't really, they're not engaged with you, mm-hmm. you know, but if, if you even have like 10,000 followers, but 8,000 of them, 9,000 of them are actually, they're listening to you. You're making a difference in those eight or 9,000 people's lives. Right. I, that's how I see it. It's no, kind of like the totally quality right. of the following right. instead of the quantity amount. So right. I think people can really learn from that. yeah We've I, got to get away from that. Our social, the, the, our, the media pushes all that on us, you know?
1: Yeah, and and that's totally true. Um, you know, I have the biggest following on Facebook. It's over two hundred and twelve thousand now. But where I feel like I'm crushing it <laughs> can I say that about myself? Yes.
0: And there, Gary V has the book Crushing It. Yeah. I need to get that. Crushing it. I think it's called Crushing It. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is Instagram stories. Yeah. Because again, you know, there I can be myself there is where everybody sees my kids running around, you know, naked in the background or whatever they can relate to. Mm. And they can see, oh, you know, Megan isn't posing for a picture, you know, all the time. She does wake up looking like a hot mess in the morning and so do I. And I can relate to this girl, you know. Um, and I don't have as many followers on Instagram as I do on Facebook. So,
0: But um, well, you said that's growing uh, pretty, pretty quickly. I do, yeah,
1: it's, it's growing I think because of the stories, the Instagram stories have been really great uh, for business. Hmm. Yeah. Um, There's just so much you can do with it. Um, I mean, you can link your stories now, and I link my, you know, if I make an announcement about the app, I'll link it out to my website where they can download the app. It's just really. What's that called? Intuitive, user friendly. Yeah. In that way. And they have, I
0: mean, they, they they do allow videos now. No, before they didn't really allow videos; it's more photos. But now they allow yeah. videos. It's like a one minute video. Yes. Yeah. Um, is it? No,
1: it's fif- fifteen seconds. Oh, on the it's pretty, stories. Okay. Yeah, on Instagram you can post videos. Right. So, but on the Instagram stories, stories. yeah, you can do video, photo. Um, but it's been fun too. It's just kind of fun to go about your day, and people get to see. A day in the life
0: of you know stories and so I I can imagine you know a lot of people are probably asking you for tips on fitness so we'll jump to fitness a little bit here so you know you're a fitness expert you've been doing this a long time you have this successful app you've uh, successful uh, beach body uh, uh, career Um, and what tips would you really give to people to be healthier uh, and happier, it, you know. It's I know it's a lot about diet and and exercise, but are there any? I want to say secrets. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that claim they have the secret to, yeah. a, you know, a, a cut and rip body and all this stuff. And you're yeah. like, man, this, none of this secrets. works for me. I've been doing it. <laughs> I I have like a one pack, and I've been eating really really good. Um, um,
1: so what I think is the number one secret sauce is your accountability. If you don't have a community and a supportive environment where people are lifting you up and they're cheering you on Mm -hmm. and people are, you know, I'm checking in with my strivers and I make sure that they are staying on their nutrition plan because I know how important that is when it comes to see results. Um, I I really believe that's something you can't really get from a gym even these days. Um, And I think it's so cool that social media can take that role now um in the fitness world and and i'm really trying to expand on that as building up the community so people feel empowered and um and stay on top of their goals um because you know when when so and so posts in the strive group You know, pictures of their meals throughout the day. It it even triggers something in me that says, "Oh my gosh, like that looks amazing! I need to, I need to make that." Yeah, I'm gonna. She's doing it. I'm gonna do it too. Um, So you know, just seeing that activity from people really motivates you to keep going and. And do better because you're pushing each
0: other. It makes sense. I mean, it's like a open. It's kind of like an open collaborative environment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for you being in business, you know that if you're just doing things by yourself, I mean, sometimes don't get me wrong. Sometimes I love just working by myself because I can be my own element. Right. But then I need that time to collaborate and bounce ideas. And it's probably the same thing it with is. working out because I don't know it all. Yeah, I, I will never know it all, right? right? Um, and it's always so someone my co-worker or my friend or family member or whoever might know more than me. So I can be like, man, I think I was doing it wrong. Let me look at what he's and you know, and then you can find a process that works for you. Is that kind of how it it kind of works? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and what's really cool is I've started to see people team up and, um, you know, somebody will work out and then, um, she'll tag her friend in the group and say, Hey, just checking in with you. Wanted to see if you've gotten your workout done today. And then, you know, you'll, see an hour later she'll post a photo and she said yep you know got it in thanks thanks for the tag so that's really a cool dynamic happening there that's cool um and I think that's the piece a lot of a lot of people miss um in a gym or just working out by themselves and and you also have people to celebrate with like when you lose 10 pounds or um when you do stay on top of your nutrition all week you know you're not just throwing yourself a party you get to you know, posting yep. in the group and everyone's like, "You yeah, know, that's amazing! Congratulations!" and that's a good feeling. And um, you know, just helping people feel good was a big reason why I got into all this in the first place. So, um,
0: and it, it seems like stress yeah. is a big factor on waking, Is that right? Oh a lot of God. yeah. So it seems like what you're doing, this community that you, this community that you have, and the app that you built, uh, it empowers people to, um, or it gives, I would say it gives them more opportunity to be involved in the community to, that relieves stress. Yes, right? right. And that in turn will Especially help you lose weight, months. right? Because you know, when you <laughs> stress out, you eat more right. or actually even sometimes you don't eat at all. Mm-hmm. And then you, you gain fat that way too. Yes. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of just being the mental aspect of it is huge.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so huge. And that's another reason why I like to, you know, stay away from the fat diets or you know, starvation diets or paleo or this. <laughs> I mean, well, I actually like paleo yeah. just because that's how I like to eat. Um, but I'm gonna have a glass of wine. I'm sorry, like I'm a mom and I need that. But here's the correct amount to have. You know, not the whole bottle. Portion control. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, just teaching that and how to live sustainably reduces the stress, um, and it. it keeps people happier and you know they may not lose a bunch of weight all at once in that first week but they're going to lose it over time and they're going to keep it off and in return they're going to be much much happier
0: yeah yeah. awesome i mean that goes really into the whole purpose of of the strive app right i Mm -hmm. mean that's the reason why you're why you're doing it and i know the app has a lot of um really cool features you know it's it's got fitness challenges daily workouts uh, healthy meal plans um so, and, and really a lot more than yeah. that. I know we have Spotify integration, iTunes yeah. integration, what all I these What I wanted yeah. to
1: um, point out is because this was a huge, um, and it took a while to get it right with the app, but the meal planning, um, you know, when the user signs up for the app, it calculates their meal plan for them um, based off of what their stats are and what their goal is. So, you know, that work is done for them. That's what most people pay, you know, nutritionists mm-hmm. and personal trainers to do for them. Um, and it just takes out the guesswork. So that's, I think, one of my favorite features that, that's so, my, you know, brainless. Um, especially for us moms. We don't have time to sit down and write it all out and calculate things. And we just don't. That's cool.
0: I'm going to make sure Zach and Pete listen to this. So they're like, yes,
1: I'm happy. Finally. <laughs> you did a good job. We
0: did a good job. Cool. Um, so, so what's the future of the app? I mean, are you, are you trying to grow this uh, app and business as a, of, as a type of lifestyle brand? Or are you trying to just kind of keep it as the app? Or are you trying to do more with it? Is there yeah
1: so um, I'm gonna I'm working on now I don't know did we talk about this already combining both Beachbody and Strive I think so Um, so we're working on this feature right now where um, you know Strive will be an extra benefit to my um, Shakeology customers from Beachbody Mm -hmm. Um, so you know just combining the two having the best of both worlds and um, so that's that's one direction we're moving and, um, you know, I, I have a lot of ideas as far as new fitness programs to do in strive. Um, I'm going to work on a strength training, you know, there's strength training workouts in the app now, but I want to do a strength focused, um, program for everybody that's lost all their weight with the interval training, Mm -hmm. um, you know, moving up to the next level and really building that strength and lean muscle. Um, but as far as Strive brand, I think I'm just gonna see where it takes me. I think a a lot of, you know, the journey is just, um, accepting whatever comes your way Mm -hmm. next. And maybe the surprise is, you know, all part of the fun. Um, I would love to have Strive Studio studio one day.
0: (laughs) Uh, I remember you telling me that actually, I think you brought that up to me uh, uh, you know, when we first started working together, you you did bring up that you are down the road, you're thinking about crafting kind of your own studio, but Mm -hmm. you don't want it typical to like some, some of these other uh, workout studios or dance studios you want it to make it a little bit different. Right.
1: I would love to, you know, keep the, the, um significance and importance of the app into the studio somehow. Um but I just I don't know. So many That's ideas to about. There you <laughs> I go. Know. my wheels are spinning. And I'd I'd love to um you know have a, a website um like where the workouts are, you know
0: like a web app. Right. Yeah. Where they
1: can access it from the uh cool. From the website, yeah.
0: All sounds good, 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 good. So I was uh, to close things out. I was ask these last three questions. So I call them the three hows. Okay. So how do you define failure? Failure. How do you define entrepreneurship, and how do you define success?
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I ask this to every everybody at the end of each episode, and everyone, and you'd be surprised. There's a lot of different answers. It's yeah. cool. I I think they're key well, questions.
1: I'm gonna. Combine failure and entrepreneurship together. Okay. Is that okay? Because you can't have one without the other. <laughs> and what I mean by that is you're going to fail a lot to be an entrepreneur. Um, but, you know, it, it's failing forward. And I think that's what is the culprit for keeping people from reaching their dreams and and staying on that course is they get so tired of failing. and.
0: Fall forward. Right. Mm-hmm. You,
1: you just have to take that as a learning experience and I mean, going back to social media, I did not have a successful social media page overnight. Like that was a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Um, you know, talking to my first customers and making my first sale, it did not happen the first time. <laughs> like that was something It's a grind. I mean, it's hard. I I remember writing down um I would listen to our CEO at Beachbody speak and I would write down everything he said. Cause he just speaks so great. And I'm like, wow, I want to talk like him. So I write down everything and I would take little snippets of what he would say yeah. and put it in my own, you know, add Megan flair to it. Um, and I would, I would do that over and over again until I got better at talking to people, you know, explaining what I had to offer in, in my own way, you mm-hmm. know, using these little snippets. So, um, you know, it's a lot of failing. It's a lot of learning. It's a lot of going back and tweaking and trying again, and um, just staying super consistent. And I would say, um, defining success is um, again not focusing on the money, um, because if you can focus on the people, the rest falls into place, and and you know that feeling you get of helping somebody lose weight of helping somebody start a successful coaching business that feels successful and because you have that energy being creative created off of that feeling um, it just kind of moves you forward yeah and um, and you just really get wrapped up in your passions and and love what you do and you'll find success
0: so Doing it all for the right reasons. That's it right. pays off. Yeah. I, I that's like one of the biggest if you ask a lot of my friends, they're they're gonna say, Mike always talks about motives. I love it. If you yeah. I, I feel like if you do things for the right re- reasons, uh, nothing can stop you. That's, that's right. what I truly believe. Yeah. I've always believed that. That's how that. I feel. That's how I feel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's
1: how I feel. You just have to shut everything out that's telling you you're not good enough or smart enough and you just have to really hold on to that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I have I believe in this. Like I believe I'm doing the right things and I believe I can help all these people and you just fail forward. Keep going.
0: Perfect. Love it. So where can everyone find you?
1: Oh, okay. You can find me on Facebook. Um, my handle is Megan Ewaldson and it's M E G A N E W O L D S E N. I know. It's complicated but uh and then instagram is the same handle and then i have um my website that links to everything and that's m e g a n e w o l d s e n meganewoldse com. and the
0: app is on the apple store and google play
1: that's right yep. the app is for ios and android um and then make sure if you download the app you come join me in my strive with megan support group because um you know, I pop in there too. I help people with their form. And I mean, it's like my dream personal training business. I You're get, really interactive. Yeah, I, see it, I get yeah. to help. It's <laughs> really fun.
0: We have a lot of fun in there. So Awesome. Well, Megan, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here and making the drive to come and, yeah. and meet with me and talk with me. And um, this is awesome. Yeah, I think a awesome. lot of people can fun. learn from this. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> cool. So thank you everyone for listening. This is Michael Giorgio, your host on Tales from the Pros. And until next time, thank you.